say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I got my co-pilot. It's your boy, J.O. the King. All right, J.O., what are we talking about today? So, today we're going to talk about how to approach your teen about sex. Okay. So, what do you think is the best way to appro- approach them and find out what they know and find out how to educate them and push them in the right way? Um, well, my, in my experience, because I've taught multiple health education classes, when I go into a room filled with teenagers, um, what I first do is say, hey, you know what, this isn't like your ordinary sex education class, because, you know, most times when people are teaching sex ed, they like to push abstinence, which means no sex, right? Mm. And so what I like to do is when I walk into the class, I'm like, hey, look, I understand you guys are kids, you're teenagers, you're going to explore your bodies. That's what kids do. So and I understand that sex may or may not come up, but my job is to make sure that you have sex the safest way possible so you don't get pregnant and you don't catch anything. So once I say that statement, everything in the room changes. They let their guard down. And that's when we can get deeper into sex education. It To me, it's really simple. Like, it's, it's very simple for me. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I've been teaching health education for so long. And I've taught health and sex education to kids as young as, like, four and five, all the way up to young adults. Right, right. But nonetheless, there needs to be an, an open, honest conversation. So, did anyone have... Uh sex talk with you when you were a teenager hell no like i didn't know not at all um like i took you know like when you're in in the fourth grade or fifth grade they give you they separate the boys from the girls and you learn about your period and dudes learn about their penis and everything i've had those type of classes in school right but again it was focused around abstinence yeah it (laughs) there was never like a real conversation about sex. Right. So I've had those classes um, in elementary, middle, and high school. But no one in my family, no, I've never had a sex talk. I've never even had like a period talk. You know, something that comes up to me now is a lot of that I think was based off, um, you know, how they had church kind of built into school. Mm-hmm. So, I think that in in church, you just kind of like, no, like, don't talk about sex. 
And I think that transition to school. Right. Where it's the same way. Right. Exactly. I think that things are changing now. Um, I know when we were in high school, we had a health center. Yeah, and, you know, did. you can go into... The, we went to Berkeley High. So, you can go into the health center and they'll give you condoms, they'll give you birth control, all these things your parents don't need to know. And that was nice. And now they have health centers in a lot of schools. Yeah, the health centers... Uh, I remember, like, I didn't personally use the health center. But I do remember um, girls getting pulled out. And some guys, too. Um... For appointments, like little checkups, they, you know, they give you condoms, they do this and that with you, they can give you like STD checks. Mm-hmm. Um, those things are crucial to kids that also don't have health insurance. Right, exactly. They're really helpful. They are really helpful. You you can't replace those things and the convenience of them being at school. Right. And I think one thing about health centers is that it's more than just about sex. Yeah. Like, you can get dental checkups. You can get a physical. Um, there's all these things. They help you with their mental health. Right. They help you with, um, like, uh, suicide awareness, uh, drug and alcohol use and abuse. Right. And yeah. Yeah. It's very health. Exactly. So it's, a health, it's a health clinic. And, and you know, I actually worked in a few health clinics. Yeah. Um, and that's where I would teach my health education classes. Like they would pull the girls mm-hmm. from their regular classes and bring them to the health center. Mm-hmm. And that's where I held my classes. Right. So, right. yeah. Um, it, it's just crazy because a lot of people, people that I know personally, we haven't had a sex talk. But you're a dude. Have you had a sex talk with anyone when you were younger? Um, I didn't really have a a sex talk. I got I kinda got like bits and pieces of of one here and there. Mm-hmm. Kinda like um when I was about thirteen, one of my uh, one of my friends, this girl, I don't know I don't know how the conversation ca- came along, but I ended up writing down like how many sexual positions there were. I don't know <laughs> why. Uh, my grandma who who's I love to death but she's nosy as hell comes to my room and of she course, found that paper. Of course, found that paper, and it gives me this little this little speech about, oh, you know, uh, this you're not supposed to be doing this now, and um, this can wait. Uh, she said, you know, don't ever, don't ever. Uh, uh, what, what did she say? She said something about don't ever. Give a woman um, oral sex and don't Ooh. ever expect it from you and Ooh. this and that. I'm like, I'm at this age. I'm like, I'm not even really thinking about all that. Right. But I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think for me, um, I remember one time my cousin she asked me if I was a virgin, and I was like, a twelve, thirteen, and I didn't know how to respond because I didn't know what a virgin was. Right. Like, I was just like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I don't know if I am. Uh, Right. Because I was at the time, but I had no idea what the word virgin was. I was like, and but she looked at me. My cousin's a little bit older than me. And she was just like, well, I mean, but then when I said, I don't know, she looked at me hella stupid. Like, what the fuck you mean? You don't know. And then I was just like, no. 
And then when she she made a face, and I was like, never mind, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we never had a follow-up conversation. That was the only time where she was just like, and I don't even know why she said it. Right. It was the most random thing on the planet. Yeah, you kind of have these conversations amongst... Uh, your friends. Your friends, your yeah. cousins. You know, kids your kids your same age. And, which is so bad about that, because... Kids don't know what the fuck they're talking about half the time. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, my gosh. I know I was so wrong. Oh, man. Stuff I was talking about. But, you know, I just listened to some of my students. And I actually had middle school students that would have anal sex. and But they wouldn't have vaginal sex because they said they didn't want to get pregnant. And they were openly having anal sex. And I was just like, wait, hold on. Whoa. Like... Yeah. You can still catch something that way. So they would have, yeah. and I think a lot of kids now, what I've noticed is they will have anal and oral sex, but not vaginal because they they just automatically connect vaginal sex to pregnancy. Right. But I'm like, there's more to it. You can still catch stuff. All these different things can happen. And I, you know, but luckily I'm in the position to help kids. Right. And so I was able to clear some things up. And even when I was teaching um, my high schoolers, we would go through scenarios mm-hmm. all the time. We would go through so many scenarios. And one scenario I love to always bring up is um, the the testing scenario. So I would ask my students, hey, what if, um, you know, you're in a loving partnership and mm-hmm. you say, hey, I want to go get tested. Let's go get tested together. Mm-hmm. And your partner says no i'm fine um just trust me mm-hmm. so at the beginning of the class they all said they would trust their partner mm-hmm. they you know they were like oh yeah if they say they don't have an std i'm gonna just believe my partner that was at the beginning of my class mm-hmm. so then i went ahead and i taught my students about stds they all got to pick their own std mm-hmm. did their research on it they looked at pictures and videos and they were like, oh, fuck no. Whoa. We are going to get tested together. And if you don't want to get tested, I don't know if you're clean, which means you're not getting none. Yeah. One thing that just made me have to go um, test my partner is I remember this video they showed us. And it showed about how STDs spread. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a, it was like some dye. And it was just like one one drop in each one changed the color mm-hmm. and it was just that just it showed me okay once you had once this one thing touches another right. it can Express. just infect it, yeah, it can infect it it's it's just like just like germs exactly almost. exactly yeah and um it's just crazy because people don't like to talk about stds Mm-hmm. They get grossed out, but at the same time, you have to be safe. You can't be out here fucking anything and everything because you really don't know who has what. And you really don't know what they're doing. Exactly. And a lot of the times, you can have an STD and not show any symptoms. Yeah. And people people don't think about that. They just think, a lot of people think that, oh, okay, if you have an STD, I'm going to see bumps. All over your dick or all over your pussy. Yeah, you think you're going to see the extreme things. Yeah, and a lot of the times, you don't see shit. Right, a lot of times you don't. You don't. Um, 
But that's just me talking to teenagers from a teacher's perspective. perspective. Right. You know, I can talk to kids all day long about sex. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about birth control. We'll talk about hygiene. We'll talk about puberty. Although I've done condom demos, I've also done demos around pads and tampons. Mm-hmm. I've also done demos around birth control. Right. And there's there's never an age limit. So let me ask you, let me ask you this though. Mm-hmm. So your culture yes. can play a difference in how much you know and do not know about sex. Right. And how easy it is to talk to even someone even someone that is the same sex that you are, you sometimes can't even talk to them. 100% openly and you know not know be like right. well I don't I don't know you know you may not feel comfortable saying that right and I think for me and in my culture we don't talk about sex sex is such a taboo topic in Indian culture we do not talk about that shit and then so I have posted that on my Instagram and one of my friends was like but you got Kama Sutra what the fuck you mean you don't talk about sex in Indian culture and I'm like, yeah, from that aspect, we do have that. But we're not sitting here talking about positions and shit. Mm-hmm. We're not sitting here. No, um, I didn't even have a, a period talk with my mom. Once I got my period, she told me to go look at the commercial with the pad and go put one in my underwear. Mm-hmm. That was it. I've never even to this day, though, I That's am 30 crazy. years old. That's and so when I tell my mom. I'm on my period or I have cramps. She's just like, ew, gross. Like, we just don't talk about that Mm -hmm. in my culture. But I can have an open conversation with your mom about my period and it's fine. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, in our culture, we don't talk about shit. We just, you can't. Talking about sex is like, no, that's bad. Don't do it. Right. And that's crazy because just me having... Uh, women in my family and then having girlfriends and then now you being my wife like I've learned a lot just about a woman's body and like in my opinion a woman needs to know about 2000% about her body right and be like really in tune with it to like keep up with the with the the hygiene mm-hmm. and, your pH balance and, you know right, drinking water things. it's just like your whole body is just like Really, your body's your temple. Temp- yeah, you gotta treat it like a temple because it will crumble if you don't treat it correctly. Right, and you know, although I didn't get to have those conversations with my mom, mm-hmm. and I still like I still don't. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And I don't think a lot of a lot of uh, I don't think a lot of kids have conversations with their parents around like positions and shit like that mm-hmm. because that's just kind of weird. Like I don't want to talk to my mama about 
I like fucking doggy style of shit. Like, you know, that's, <laughs> <laughs> my mama don't need to know all that. Right. But um, that makes me do things differently with our kids. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so we have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old. And Vanessa's so funny. Like, she walked in on me when I was changing my pad. And she was just like, oh, mommy, you're bleeding. Do you need a Band-Aid? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so cute and it's so innocent. Yeah. And... But, the, but she was just like, your pee-pee is bleeding. And I was like, yeah, it is. But she, you know, she's just like, oh, my God, you're hurt. Like, we got to fix yeah. you. Yeah, you got to fix you. And then there's Nathaniel where I'm like, can you go get me a pad? And he's just like, okay. Like, he's not grossed out or anything. He, it's, it's but kind he's of, also innocent. Right. And he, he doesn't, doesn't really know. know. He doesn't know. But he's going to know. Yeah. And... I feel like people should have conversations with their kids as young as possible. Like our kids, our kids know their private parts are private. They belong to them. Words like pee pee and penis and vagina. um, Those aren't bad words. They're not nasty words. They're not disrespectful words. Mm -hmm. It's your body. Everybody has one. Right. it's, It's your body. And, but a lot of parents, they don't like to, they don't like to say those words because it's, it's looked at as nasty or something. So they give nicknames like, oh, that's your wee-wee or your wiener or that's your cookie. And mm-hmm. um, a little girl actually told her um, told her teacher, like, oh, my uncle licked my cookie. And the teacher was just like, okay. Thinking a cookie. Yeah. A couple months go by, teacher found out that the uncle was sexually molesting the little girl. So, right. So there's nothing wrong with using words like penis and vagina. Right. You know, you know, even pee pee, like, you know, you can say pee pee or private parts. A little more specific. Yeah. Because cookie is like, okay, kids eat cookies. Exactly. So is, you know, it can get confused. Right. I feel like at the same time, the teacher could have been like, okay, well, where's this cookie at? Or, what do you mean he licked your cookie? Okay, where's the cookie? Exactly. Like, show me where the cookie is. Right, so I feel like at the same time, the teacher could have done a little bit more digging. But kids also say random shit all the time. Exactly. So, it's hard for a teacher, especially, you don't know how many kids she had in that room. Right. She could have just said that randomly. Exactly. And, um, but you know one thing that parents, it's so rare, I have yet to hear people have an open discussion about this. Um, talking to the kids about masturbation. That, that, you know, it's one thing where parents, yeah, parents don't really like to talk to their kids about sex, Mm -hmm. but parents really don't like to talk to their kids about masturbation. Like that's, that is so low. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not about to touch yourself in my house. Mm -hmm. And it's just, there's nothing wrong with these things. Although I understand like in some cultures, in some religions, it you know it's looked down upon, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, although um, it's looked down upon in my culture, I like to have that openness. I would rather you learn from me than to learn from your little ass friends. Right. They don't know shit. Right. And kids learn from other kids. They learn from their their 
older cousins who don't know shit, you know? Exactly. But then they also look as teachers like, oh, you're too old. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what made my health classes so fun mm-hmm. because my students never looked at me as a teacher. They looked at me as like a big sister, a big cousin, auntie. Right. You know, so I was able to build that relationship with them. And none of my students thus far have been pregnant or caught anything. And I'm very happy about that. Yeah. That's that's something you should definitely be proud of. Because there's kids out there that just go out experimenting. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you educated that group, they can educate their friends. Yeah, but at the same time. And their friends too. True, true. The I more, just, the you know, I just feel like the more they know, the better. You know, well, it always goes for me that women should know more about sex than men. Why is that? Um, Because women have her body, you know, she's letting you enter her temple. Mm-hmm. Men, in my, in my opinion, uh, we just... Go off that that visual, getting aroused, mm-hmm. and we just got to know, okay, stick it. You either sticking it or not. Yeah, sticking it or not. Right. We got to know, okay, did did he take a shower? Was uh he was he messing with this person before me? Right. Uh, and make sure you got a condom. Things of that nature, it's like so much stuff women have to deal with. Because ultimately, yes, a man is supposed to be uh, responsible for a child. But you see, it's a lot of a lot of men not being responsible for children. Right. They so, want to fuck, also, but they yeah, don't want to... Be responsible for the consequences. Yeah. So women, I feel like, should ultimately be held high in that regard to know like hey you know we ain't ready for this right and you know i used to carry condoms i used to carry condoms back in the day and people would be like that's such a whole move i remember you had a big old box i did i had a box of condoms because i wasn't about to get pregnant right you got me fucked up i was not about to get pregnant i had hella condoms and i had flavored condoms i had all type of shit I had different sizes, different colors, different flavors. I had the same shit with lube. Mm-hmm. Um, and people, especially men, would be like, that's such a whole move. It's a dude's job to, to carry condoms. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is it a guy's job to carry condoms? Because the condom goes on his dick? Fuck all that. Condom, condom goes in you, too. Right. I mean, yeah, there's <laughs> female condoms, too. Yeah. But, I mean, but the thing yeah. is, it's yeah. like... People, when when women, it's like when women have birth control, you know, oh yeah, that's cool. You have your birth control on you. That's normal. That's okay. Society thinks that's, society thinks that's great. Mm-hmm. Men carry condoms in their wallet. Oh, wow. That's, that's so normal. How long you been carrying that condom though? Right. Because <laughs> that, uh, that condom could break. It's been in that wallet for, uh, for a, a minute. Bit too much time. But then let a woman have a condom. Oh my God. Like the world starts, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's not that deep. It's really just just deep. like men want to wear condoms to be to protect themselves. Women want to keep a male condom too. Shit, like it's not that deep, and I feel like just people are so sensitive nowadays. Yeah, 
I don't feel like I don't feel like a woman should be looked down upon for like pulling out a condom. I'd be like, oh, but this is who right? But I feel like <laughs> nowadays, and this is always society's always judging women. Yeah. You know whether you are on birth control or not. Whether you carry a condom or not, whether you fucking breastfeed your child or not, in public, right? Or you know, not. <laughs> people are always going to have, you know, like just like sex, whether you're um, open sexually or not, whether you're sexually liberated or not, men and people in general are going to always look at women and and be judgmental. That's right. what fucking people do, and it's so stupid. So my whole thing is. Motherfuckers gonna talk about you anyway. Just do what the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. just what it is. I know um, a lot of parents would sneak birth control into their daughter's uh, like orange juice or something. And I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it either. I, I don't agree with that for a lot of reasons. But here's the thing though. When your daughter is on birth control, it gives parents a sense of relief. Like, okay... Even though you may or may not be having sex, you're on birth control, so you can't get pregnant. With your son, it's just like, again, oh, high five, son. You getting some pussy. Mm -hmm. And I hate that because, but to me, I'm like, oh my God. You know, with my daughter, I don't got to worry about her vagina. With my son, I got to worry about everyone's vagina. It it can go a little faster with with the guy opposed to the girl. Um, and it's, it's kind of scary to think about that though. (laughs) It's so scary to think about that. And because one thing I've always said is I do not want my, my teenagers to to get pregnant. I I don't want, I don't know. Hell no. You're not about to be a teen parent. Got me fucked up. But like I said, that's about, you know, but again, that's about education and teaching them young. Like, Hey, exactly. I understand that you are human. You are going to explore your body. Shit. I'm 30 years old. I'm still exploring my body. Right. You know, things change. A lot of different things can happen. It's normal. Mm-hmm. But just like I've taught my students in the past, we're going to teach our kids. This is normal, but you need to have sex the safest way possible so no one ends up pregnant mm-hmm. and no one catches anything. Right. And I think a lot of parents, they just feel so awkward when they have these conversations. And a lot of parents have told me directly... I don't feel comfortable talking about sex, but I wholeheartedly trust you to talk to my child about sex and puberty and hygiene and all that stuff. Right. And I respect it. Right. I respect it. Like, people know, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I can relate to kids. I know how to have a great relationship with kids of any age. So let's do this shit. I think that's responsible on the parents' part. That's even, like, something in school. If I didn't know how to do it, Guess what? I'm going to take you to somebody that know how. Right. In which I can I can totally respect that. For me, although my mom would sign the waiver and be like, okay, well, you have a sex education class. That was it. There was never like, oh, what did you talk about? Let's piggyback on that. Right. I've never had that. and But I totally love my parents who feel uncomfortable about having those conversations. Mm-hmm. But trust me. To go ahead and, and talk about those things. Right. It, it's a great feeling. It's like, okay, because it's normal. It's it's so normal for kids. And, you know, it's I think it's a little weird for kids, too. Like, I don't want to talk to my mom about this. Right. 
I don't want to talk to to my to my dad about my penis. And, pe- right. and you know, as fucking kids, when they hear the word penis or vagina, they start giggling or boobs. Mm, they hear yeah, boobs. boobs. <laughs> <laughs> they start fucking cracking up. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just. I think the best way to have a conversation is to just be open and honest, you know, and when you have a talk with your teenager or, you know, middle school or whatever, start off the conversation telling them that you are not going to react negatively because a lot of the times kids, they feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because all of a sudden they start, you know, opening up and then the parents get upset and start getting judgmental. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the kids shut down. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Like, you open up the door, you got mad, the kids shut the door again. Right. So, you know, being open and honest and having that communication. And, you know, have it like a stress-free zone. You know, have fun with it. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, I feel like it should be more than just sex. You know, you should talk to your kids about hygiene. A lot of kids don't know how to wash their ass correctly. Yeah. You know, I just recently told our son to wash in between his toes. And he was just like, okay. And I'm like, dude, wash in between your toes, not just your feet. Yeah, right. Don't just wash your feet. Wash in between your toes. And, you know, he was like, okay. But, and, and even with girls and their period, a lot of the times they just throw their pads and tampons in the toilet. They don't know how to wrap it up correctly. There's different kinds of pads and tampons. You know, the thing is, it would be best for children to learn at home with their parents. Yeah, that it would as much as much as it's probably be uncomfortable for the parents. It's gonna be the safest place, the play safest place, most likely, um, for the kids to. Uh, say what they need to say. And I I think parents should open the door to do that. See, because we know people who smoke with their kids. Yeah. Because they say, I don't want you going out and getting drugs from who knows what. You don't know what it could be laced with. I feel more comfortable with you smoking at home with me. Mm -hmm. We know multiple people like that with that mindset. Yeah. It's the same thing. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Well, not really. It's not really the same thing, but it's kind of like the same thing. Yeah. You, you know, get, I get to just. Don't, what you're don't, about. don't get misinformation yeah. from the outside world. Yeah. I would rather, you know, it's safe that you, you hear it from me. 
And the reality is a lot of teen parents, they don't really have those conversations about pregnancy and then what happens after you have a baby. <laughs> right. You know, um, I know for one of my classes, I would sit here and they did a whole documentary on teen pregnancy mm-hmm. because so many of their friends were ending up pregnant and then ending up in fucked up situations. You know, yeah. no one, no one wants that. Uh, another point, another point, you know, if you don't teach your, your kids to, uh, notice like when you first have sex, like when you lose your virginity, um, you could definitely be in a little la la land. Oh yeah, for sure. Not pay attention to certain things. Because when you first have sex, it's like, oh my God, this, this is, I need to have more of it. Yeah. yeah and it, you know, it's I not don't... necessarily more of it, but what I wanted to point out was that you can start getting jealous and that's how a lot of kids start having abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, I agree. When, you know, they're younger and in their teens because they're like, oh, that's, no, that's mine. You're not supposed to talk to her. Right. That's, or, that's exactly yeah, what happened Or you're me. not supposed to talk to him and they just go crazy. That, they that don't have to is, deal with their emotions. Exactly. That is exactly what happened with me. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, after having sex, not like right after, but after having sex, I would get these comments of, why were you talking to him? Are you sucking his dick too? exactly you know and i was like what the fuck like you know i've only been with you i don't know you a hoe i'm like what the fuck what <laughs> <You> <laughs> right know, right but, you just you get know. this lay. you just get this label right. and then oh my god like, i'm damned if i do and i'm damned <laughs> if i don't exactly exactly but it, yeah there's a lot of emotions that come with sex yeah there are a lot of things that can happen but i i feel like people need to stop pushing abstinence as much as they do because although that would be the ideal situation. You know, wait until you're married to have sex or wait until you are ready. Because I wish I would have waited. Mm-hmm. I, I really do wish I would have waited. But a lot of the times, you know, us growing up, that was the only option that we had. That's the only thing we were told. Keep your fucking legs closed. Don't get pregnant. <laughs> and what do kids normally do? They do the opposite of what the fuck <laughs> adults and their parents tell them to do. Exactly. So that's why I that you know I think that's why I've been so successful with my own students mm-hmm. because I let it you know and I would be a hypocrite. I lost my virginity in high school. Right. I would be a fucking total hypocrite if I sat here and said no, keep your fucking legs closed. Oh, by the way, I was fucking at fifteen. Right. You know. You you can't necessarily like. Tell them like, no, don't, don't ever have sex till you get married. In some cultures, in some religions, that's what they want you to do. Right. But, like you said, when you come into a class, when you, you know, you're teaching these girls, you're teaching them, or you're teaching them like, when you do, this is what you, what you do. Right. So I think that's the best way. To look at it even from a parental standpoint mm-hmm. of like, hey, you know, I don't want you guys to do this right now because you guys need to focus on X, Y, and Z. Right. But when you take a break. Okay. Sounds good. All right. We'll be back. So before we went on break, I said I wanted to get back to the topic of 
uh, masturbation and, you know, kids kind of finding out about their body. My personal experience, uh, I know you guys said in like the last episode, well, I know you guys heard uh, the last episode, but if you didn't, uh, I said that me kind of like bumping into stuff and doing stuff like you were aroused like you could get aroused like really easy so that comes with like hormones and it's just like up there so i kind of figured it out kind of by myself and then kind of found found internet stuff and then that's that's when that um that that porn tape came mm-hmm. came in and that opened that whole world right for me so yeah just me trying to trying to explore that like i wish i did have somebody to talk to right because i didn't necessarily have have my dad to talk to mm-hmm. uh of course i have parental figures but yeah it just wasn't necessarily the same right i damn me. sure never had a conversation about masturbation i didn't even masturbate like that when I was younger, mm-hmm. probably because I was having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I never, I never had a conversation with anybody about masturbation. Mm-hmm. Like an adult, mm-mm. I kind of like I bought my first toys as soon as I turned eighteen, and that was like I had to explore on my own, mm-hmm. which is fine, you know. I, you know, I think it's a little weird. Even now, I'm not about to be like, oh, yeah, mom, I have a whole sex toy chest filled with shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but I think, it, you know, that's a weird topic. That It's such a weird topic, but it I feel is. like um, it, when you say it like, oh, when you say masturbation, that's when it gets a little weird. But if you sit here and say, hey, um, you know, exploring your body, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, okay, it's not as intimidating. Mm-hmm. Although you're doing the same shit, mm-hmm. but the word masturbation, it kind of like, you're like, wait, hold up. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, hey, you're exploring your body. I feel like I personally think that every woman should sit in a, sit in front of a mirror on her vagina and look at herself. Okay. I, I think you should do that. And I've said this before. If you don't know your body, how do you expect someone else to know your body? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong. Like, shit, I fucking still look in the mirror. Like, oh, okay, hey, girl, how you doing? <laughs> you know, but I actually had a student um, who was about four or five. Mm-hmm. And the only way she would go to sleep at nap time was she had to masturbate. And that's actually come, that's actually like a a medical. Yeah, she had like a medical a thing. Medical problem. And. Yeah. And she had to masturbate. And what I found out was that when she was younger, mm-hmm. I think maybe like around a year old, mm-hmm. that's when it had started. And mm-hmm. of course, you know, people automatically thought like, okay, there must be like some type of sexual abuse, something going on. Nothing was going on at all. Yeah. And um, and it, it's hard to it's hard to judge like a little girl who needs to masturbate to go to sleep when adults do it all the time. But at the same time, she doesn't necessarily know what's going on. Yeah. She just knows this is what's happening with my body. It feels good. Night, night. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah. but yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I feel what you're saying. Like, yeah. 
even, you know, with, uh, I remember when our son, he was younger, he was just like, why does, why does her pee not stick out? Yeah. And then, you know, we had to have those conversations like, oh, you know, you're a boy. Your PP is different. Yeah. She's a girl. Her PP is different. Yeah. Um, But as as they get older, I will, of course, be like, I'm not going to go out and buy my kids toys. No, I'm not doing that shit. Right. But I will encourage them to explore their bodies and get to know their bodies. But right. I'm not about to sit here and be like, knock, knock. Hey, are you jacking off? fuck no hey you want to watch some porn oh you want some batteries for a toy i'm not doing all that shit no like i'm a a chill parent and i'm a a cool ass teacher i ain't that fucking cool like y'all have so much to explore and find really about yourself right because there's also like even when you get into like sex toys there's a whole host of them right there's, there's a whole fucking world yeah a lot of women so I actually heard this argument two weeks ago. So when you put a tampon in, you put the tampon in your vagina. Mm-hmm. You can still pee while mm-hmm. there's a tampon in your vagina, right? Okay. And so there was this whole argument going on about how women only have one hole. And we do not. Okay. We do not. We have multiple holes. Right. And each hole this. has a different function. Right. And I didn't mean to sit there and laugh, but it was so funny to me because they were both wrong. And I wanted to step in and be like, hey, you know, actually, but I didn't. I was like, (laughs) I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just let's see how this plays out. Right. And they kind of let it go. But it was just like, well, you can't have sex with that hole or this and that. And I was I was so confused. I was like, you know what? I'm going to let y'all do you. But. (laughs) Y'all, y'all both wrong. That, that's all like I was that, thinking the whole time. It's kind of like that, uh, that saying of when it's two people fighting in the distance, you can't tell who's an idiot or who's not. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I just sat there and I was like, I'm not, a, I'm not gonna. Sit I'm, here not argue. Right, I'm not, I'm not about jumping in. I'm not. You're not about to give. That. You're not about to stress me out. Yeah. But yeah, I think you know the conversation should be so open. Yeah. But at the same time, I would never sit here and talk to my mom like, hey, mom, do you know I masturbate? Mom, do you masturbate? <laughs> I'm, not, just, that's, I'm not doing that. Uh, you know, the thing is, I just don't want them ever like getting something from like one of their friends. Mm-hmm. And then be like, oh, girl, you never tried this. My my older cousin. Yeah, she see, no. did this and did that. No. So, I really want, like, at a certain age, you know, I really want the kids to really know, like, like, I'm going to show them, like, this is, this is this. Don't use this because you need to really not be doing this, but explore other ways. Know yourself with yourself first. Right. That's that's what I would say. Know yourself with yourself first. Yeah, because... You know, there's so many adults who don't know their bodies. There's a lot of women who don't know their bodies, who don't know what makes them feel good. But it starts off younger. Like, I remember me when I was having sex um, when I was younger. It was penetration. Mm -hmm. But that was it. And then after penetration, that's when I was like, okay, let's start into oral sex. Right. That's when I was like, oh, when you touch this, this is what this happens, you know? So, Mm -hmm. but of course it comes with exploring 
and different partners bring different things. But at the same time, if I knew how to make myself feel good, that would have been a different story. But I feel like um, when kids start having sex, Mm -hmm. that's the only thing on their mind. Mm -hmm. Once you start having sex as a teenager, that's the only thing on your mind. And I feel like we need to push just like, um, you know, it's like a treat almost. Mm -hmm. Focus on this. Like mm-hmm. let's let's kind of change the focus, but well, they gotta learn how to kind of balance it because you know, like I said before, you got a whole bunch of emotions, hormones. Right, there's a lot of shit going on. There's a, you, yeah, there's, like, there's too much in high school or even younger. You stressed out, right? You fucking get you get made fun of if you're a virgin. You get made fun of it if you fucking. Yeah. It's you, you know, can't win. You, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm damned if I do, and I'm damned if I don't. Yeah. Um, but I would love to add like in our Instagram or, or, you know, my personal Instagram, like, like how to's when having a conversation about sex or health with your children. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to go ahead and add something. It's nice to have an open conversation, Mm -hmm. but I understand when adults feel uncomfortable talking to their kids and I also understand when kids feel uncomfortable talking to their parents. Right. Like, it's totally understandable. So, yeah. You know, if you feel uncomfortable talking to your own kids, maybe, you know, their auntie, their uncle, someone, an adult figure in your family somewhere can help your children, you know, have that talk. Yeah. Make it a little bit talk. easier because yeah. a lot of the kids are learning from their friends and the Internet. Yeah, and the internet, because they can pick up a phone and be like, Google. Right. And and you know what? Another (laughs) thing is, a lot of kids listen to music, so they're learning about sex through music. True. So, And I feel like that goes deeper into sex. That's, you know, that's affecting their self-esteem. You know, these boys are sitting here acting like... um, the, the only way to treat a woman is or treat a girl is to degrade her. Mm-hmm. And then the girls, they have low self-esteem because this is what these songs are telling them to do. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, girls are being told the only way I'm I'm worth something is if I shake my ass. Mm-hmm. That's, so, the, that's the only way they feel like they can get attention. Right. That too. Yeah. That I, too. I, like, I feel like, I feel like, I, I, this is what I've come to know and I wholeheartedly agree with. Women control what men do. What you mean? 
women control what men do because oh, because uh what y'all accept oh okay we'll do okay right the, the lowest the lowest expectation uh all women give is what will be yeah yeah see no fuck all that like I, and I, that's true that's a that's a valid statement but at the same time i feel like when women are treated like shit when they get like someone who does a little bit extra they they're like oh my god he's this great it's like guy a, it's like it's like uh latin jasmine it's like a whole new world <laughs> right it's just you know but but you know what when you say from that point i get it because women set set the expectation when a guy when a guy's like oh yeah you know when you go you know let me hear whatever right mm-hmm. he gotta do x y and z to fuck he gonna do it Right, but then after then he after, gets it, it's just like, oh, yeah, I got it. I feel like women do set the example. Men standard. Oh uh, yeah, they set they set the standard. What did I for say? What it should be. Exa- you said example. Oh, it's I'm tired. My bad. <laughs> okay, so like women set the standard. Yeah, and men need to meet that standard. But again, society is changing. Things are changing. Mm-hmm. You know, we were just having a conversation about how I don't put gas in my car. Right. I, I don't. I put gas in my car maybe three, four times a year. Yeah. Like the rare times I'm not around. And Exactly. And so everyone was just like, oh, my God, Vicky, you're so spoiled. You got me fucked up. Why do I need to put gas in my car? I have a husband. Mm-hmm. Put gas in my fucking car. Those things, those things, I don't mind. I might complain a little bit, just, just a little bit. But you only complain. Like, damn, you spoiled. <laughs> but you, you complain when I bring my car back on like E. Yeah, yeah, because then like I'll be want to go, I'll be want to go like clean it or go do something real quick, and then you bring the car back, and I'm like, dang, the first thing I gotta do is go get gas, right? Because you have your own car, but you like driving my car. Yeah, yeah. And it's just. I've had so many conversations over the years with people mm-hmm. and I have gotten into full blown arguments with women where they'll be like, oh, you are a spoiled ass little bitch. And I'm like, damn, Ooh. right. J- damn. Like just because my husband puts gas in my car, you'd really fucking lose your shit if you found out everything else he was doing for me, mm-hmm. you know? And, but something as simple as that, it, it just, it, it, it fucks people up. But even, you know, even if I'm driving and we're at the gas station together, you get the fuck out and, and you put gas in my car. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But, you know, you buying me roses and you opening my door and you putting gas in my car. And but that is just people don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. But, it's, you know, these standard these standards. Women's what, standards are so low. But these standards are what men should be teaching their sons. It shouldn't be like, oh, when I'm, I don't know, I'm just picking age. When I'm 23 and I want a real relationship or even when I'm later on and I don't know, 30 and I don't even know how to, like, I'm supposed to bring a a girl some flowers on a date. I'm supposed to... Uh, open their door or yeah, or do boys little things aren't like taught that. These things. Like boys aren't taught these things. No, because you know what it is. 
boys are taught that you know there are kings which you know a lot of a lot of dudes are mm-hmm. you feel me like shout out to all the kings but and so women are told that we need to cater to these men mm-hmm. and that's it mm-hmm. and although i cater to you mm-hmm. you 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 match me mm-hmm. you know like it's not like I'm just giving you everything and you're not giving me anything. Right. And so our kids see that. Mm-hmm. Our kids totally see that. So when Nathaniel goes to the store, he's like, I want to buy mommy flowers. Mm-hmm. You know, when Vanessa goes to the store, I want some flowers. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he opens the door for us. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's times where we'll go somewhere and Nathaniel will open the door for me, you and Vanessa. Yeah. And, but you have to start them young. But at the same time, although we're teaching our son, you know, this is how to be, you know, you have manners, you have to be respectful, yada, yada, yada. We're also uplifting our daughter and making sure that she has high self-esteem. Like she is a sassy ass three-year-old and she, and she already knows her worth. And so many people like to sit here and say, oh, well, you know. She acts just like you, like that's a bad thing. And I'm gonna tell and you, and it's not. And I'm gonna tell you that that girl's favorite word is no. Right. So, if, and that's probably gonna translate later on in life. Right. If she does not like something, if she doesn't feel comfortable anything, she will straight up tell you no. <laughs> yeah. No. And won't. Not. And don't don't want to be around you. Right. Don't like none of that. She if she don't fuck with you, she don't fuck with you. <laughs> exactly. And um. It's, yeah, so it's just like, but you're right, though. Women set the standard and men need to meet the standard. But then we also have to teach our kids. You know, we have to teach these little girls. You know, we have to help them with their self-esteem and their confidence. Because later on in life, when they start to lose self-esteem and, and their confidence, they end up in fucked up situations with men who don't give a fuck. Yeah. No, I also believe, I also believe, you know, when when you do change... When you do change that uh, narrative with with women, um, everything starts to everything starts to change. Right. Like it's that music you were talking about, mm-hmm. that'll all change. It'll be like instead of be like, oh, um, I just I just um, you know fucked the girl and moved on to the next. Right. It'll be oh. Um, you know, I, me and my girl had sex and I love her. She the best. Right. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's no, what I'm saying. What? Like, but you know what? Speaking of music. Hmm. So, uh, Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B just came out with, uh, WAP. Yeah. Right. Which is wet ass pussy. Right. And their song is about their wet ass pussy. Right. And the internet is just like, oh, that's so degrading. Well, like all this shit, right? Of course, when, you know, you have these two sexually liberated women who shake their ass and talk about sex, the world is like, oh, no, that's hoish behavior that, you know, that's ho shit. Mm-hmm. The same motherfuckers forgot we was listening to Slob on the Knob back in the day. And that just shows how much power is in music, mm-hmm. you know? Just like the positive, there's so much negative with music. Like I used to teach a media literacy class too, and we would 
look at the kids' favorite, um, my students will look at their favorite songs, their favorite TV shows, and we would go down and break down every fucking message. Mm-hmm. But these are what kids, these are the messages that these kids are getting. As an adult, of course, I can sit here and listen to a song about shaking my ass and sucking dick and all that shit, and it doesn't phase me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna look at I'm not gonna listen to a song and be like oh my god I need to do this to feel accepted or to boost up my self esteem or whatever. Kids on the other hand they're looking at a popular rapper or a popular singer and if that person is saying oh you know do A B C and D they're gonna be like oh if I do A B C and D I'm a you know I'm gonna feel like this this popular person right because kids are being molded and groomed right. You listen to it, you're like, oh, okay. You just listen to it for the song, right? You know, listen to it to listen to it over again, and be like, oh, okay, yeah, let me do this and do that, and then you know, I can be like Cardi B, even though she says like herself, like we over here trying to be your kids' role models, we exactly. just being us, right? And you know, and I, you know, I agree. She she didn't set out to be someone's role model, mm-hmm. but she is. And but at the same time, you need to have like strong, strong body positivity at home and, you know, have parents that help you with your self-esteem and your confidence. Because I know I was teaching so many students and it would break my heart to hear eight year olds talk like, oh, yeah, I want to have a big ass butt and big boobs like Kim Kardashian and Nicki Minaj. Uh You know, I hear so many things from little girls who want plastic surgery at such a young age because they see these people on the internet. Right. But yeah, y'all, we go left all the fucking time. But (laughs) (laughs) just just have an open, honest conversation with your kids. Yeah, you have to. You have to be open and honest with them because you having this one conversation could shape their whole uh, start to their, you know, sexual life. With that being said, uh, sex toy of the week, Miss Vicky. Okay, the sex toy of the week is a basic dong with a suction cup. Okay. Is this the poop in the shower? No, that's no, that's not the poop in the shower one. That was a different one. Oh, okay. No, but this okay. <laughs> so this one isn't brown. So the the other one you're talking about is brown and it has like veins and shit in it. Okay. So this one is like super basic. Um, it has like a couple little veins. I believe it's about six and a half inches long. Um, it's super basic, you guys. Super, super basic. And there's no vibration, no nothing. I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10 because you can go no wrong with a basic dog. It sucks. It uh, Not sucks. It has a suction cup. So it can stick to your shower wall. It can stick to like a mirror. I love it. It comes in different sizes. I got the glow in the dark one. They have hella different colors, blue, purple, green, glow in the dark, tan, whatever floats your boat. I think it's, you can never go wrong. Did with, you have a confetti one too? Uh, that's a different material. But yeah, yeah, I did. Or no, actually, yes, I did. I did. Yeah. But yeah, you guys get your basic dong. I feel like that should be in everyone's toy box. Well, a base a, a dong is a dildo, by the way. Everyone that everyone that uh, wants to use that. I feel like the basic dong is actually like hella cool because mm. you can stick it, 
you can stick it to your um to your tub. Yeah, to the shower. Like you can stick it to your tub. So you can let's say you're on the let's say you're laying down, mm-hmm. right? And then you stick it to mm-hmm. the tub under the faucet. Mm-hmm. Bam. You get like clitoral stimulation from the water. Then you have you're sliding up and down in the shower. All right. Or are you sliding up and down in the bathtubs? I don't you know what? Look, you can get creative. All right, Miss Vicky, you're real creative in that shower. <laughs> I'm just saying, look. Okay, you can never go wrong with a basic dong. It's less than $25. Look, get a basic dong. 10 out of 10. I'm gonna give it 10 out of 10. You can't go you can't go wrong with it. 10 out of 10. I'm gonna give it 10 out of 10. You cannot go wrong I mean, with it. I mean, pe- I want people to I want people to get this. If uh you know they need it. so I'm gonna give uh I'm gonna give ten ten percent more off on this on the our website on sextherapymissvicky.com. If you okay. haven't if you haven't checked this out, okay, cool. Yeah, I think uh 10% off already. And it's more codes on the website as well, so you can save more. But yeah, like I said, check out sextherapymissvicky.com. Follow sex therapy with Miss Vicky on Instagram. Yes. You guys, next week we are opening up our giveaway. I'm going to post all the details on our Instagram next week on the 15th. Yes, yes, yes. I'm super excited about that. I'm hella juiced. Y'all, we are giving away so much fucking shit. Yeah. I cannot fucking wait. That, that toy box over there, filled to the brim. Yes. <laughs> so, all right, you guys. Thanks for tuning in to Sex Therapy with Miss Vicky. It's your girl, Miss Motherfucking Vicky. And it's your boy, Jail the King. Deuces. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.